Okay, folks, welcome to uh, another episode of the Off Center Archers. I'm Anthony. And this is Stephanie. And this is the 83rd episode we're doing. So, basically, since we've been gone for two weeks, since we've been sick and shit, like we mentioned in the road clip episode we did the other day when we left the range, uh, this is pretty much going to be the episode where we review some of the things that we saw that caught our interest in the videos that were done for the uh, ATA 2020 show. Yeah, and if anyone actually has been watching that, it, or they watch it every year, I have to say, this year compared to la- the, the last, last two years, yeah, yeah. it has it, it was kind of a little bit like, eh. Yeah, yeah, it didn't eh. seem, well, it, it's like, you know, we were having that conversation earlier, and even I had this conversation when I was at the shop with Kevin. The companies are no longer waiting until the day of the show to release stuff anymore. It's like, you know, yeah. Matthew's released their VXR is way ahead of time, and you know, everybody knew about the NXTs from PSE, but they didn't know about the NTN versions and the Knock on Nation version, whatever. Because yeah. that was that was like that was by far this year's biggest announcement by far at the fucking ATA show for sure. Yeah, I, I have to say that's probably they cans down the number one. Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was just going berserk about that that new. Uh, the knock-on bow because it's got the mm-hmm. kickstands and it's got you know the double burger buttons and whatever else John is uh, getting his input in about. But I couldn't shoot it. Why? Oh, it doesn't Too go down sure? to your drawing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tiny uh, T Rex arm people. Yeah, can't shoot it because I, I think it starts at a twenty-six and a half. Yeah, I'm at the very minimum. No, you're not even at the minimum. You're a twenty-six. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a 26 and a half. It's above no, your No, minimum. no, no, no. It starts at 26. Oh, is it? Oh, then you could shoot it. Yeah, but it's, no, we've we're already gone down this path. If I try to bring that bow down to the 26, where mm-hmm. it's the minimum, then it doesn't, it never shoots right. We, we've done this with no, PSC. and that's not what he did last time. The, uh, the 35 shot fine for you, but it was a tournament bow for someone that's five foot fucking two. That was a problem with the 35. If you would have had the Evolve 31, you would have been fine. I don't know. I, I was holding that, the Matthews, the VXR, mm-hmm. the 28. The 28's your size. That, that was nice but and handheld. You're used to holding your Vertex, which mm-hmm. is the 30. And since the VXRs are now more, even more fucking parallel limb than the Vertex or the, the Traverse ever were, that 28 is pretty much the exact same size riser was at least actually i think it's slightly longer in riser than your vertex but it's only 28 inches actually actually so someone who's five foot two like you it, it would fit perfectly feels small and especially also being a matthews everybody who owns a matthews can probably notice this every matthews pretty much almost every matthews the draw length runs long so like your 26 is actually running much longer than a 26 it's more like 26 and a half, so you're a bit overstretched. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, sure. The new, uh, the, the VXR 28 goes down to, I believe, a 25. So you can get a 25 and a half inch module and actually probably have the correct draw length. Yeah. You know, without having to put crazy twists and all sorts of shit in it. But, uh, but yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about some of the products that we saw. So first off, just... Wait, wait, can we talk about the one I like? <laughs> what's, uh, hold on, before you even get into that, my set and lock. Hold on one second. Give me one second. We have to give props to the people whose videos we went through. So every year we go through the same fucking people pretty close. So, but this year it was like, it was pretty much as normal. 
So you got Lancaster Archery. We went through all their videos they released. Bowhunting.com. Uh, Lewis from Archery Talk. Uh, a guy named Self Filmed. Went through a couple of his videos because he had some products that caught my eye. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much about all the well, people. It was mainly four main channels. Bowhunting.com was minus the person that we liked. No, that was Bowhunter Planet. Yeah. Bowhunter Planet Chris left. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, they had almost nothing from ATA at all whatsoever. Okay, now you can get to the product that you, you liked, honey. So it was, um, it's Scentlock that came out with it, right? Which one? Scentlock came out with two things. No, the vest. The vest is Scentlock, yes. So Scentlock came out with a vest, and it's a wonderful vest because of the fact that it, it's a heated vest. It's called the reactor. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it's your... I mean, there's nothing special about the way it looks. It's just your normal vest with the it's camo. It's a camo vest. And in the pocket, there's an actual wire that you can hook up a battery pack to. Well, it has a pocket and a pocket where it's got yeah. a, a basically like a 20,000 milliamp battery. And you can actually plug in one of those battery packs that mm -hmm. like you charge your phone with or whatever. Right. And you it has three settings. It's uh, like... Warm, well, the, warmer, and fucking hot. I don't the, know. The, the vest actual itself <laughs> has a power button with three, four power cycles. So one is obviously off. Then it's got a low, medium, and high setting. Yes. Yeah, and uh, those are the technical words. When they for did it. the uh, the 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 best of the ATA show, where they usually get bowhunting.com and then PJ Riley from uh, Lancaster Archery mm -hmm. together, they messed with them and they poked him. And the whole time in the beginning of the interview, before they got to him, the vest was on high. So he was sweating his ass off. It was pretty funny. But that's definitely, I, I think they said that the, the MSRP on it was 199 Yeah, it's 200 199 yeah. It's, uh, you know what? You can't put a price on comfort, man. That's something that's all you. Mm -hmm. you. You are the one that gets cold super fast. And if something like that, you would definitely take advantage of because you, you'd be like, oh, look, I could just keep it on low and it'll last all day and I'll be good. Or yeah. I can keep it on high in the winter and I don't need anything else. You probably still need a bit of a sweatshirt or yeah. something. Yeah, well, the wind will cut through you. If you ain't got sleeves on and just a heated vest, your arms will be a bit chilly. All right, a long sleeve in the yeah, vest. A long sleeve in a vest. Okay, mom. <laughs> Thanks. Thank <you>. Making <laughs> me cough over here. All right, so since we're just talking about Scentlock, we'll just go into Scentlock's second product that was really, really cool. Wait, did they release that mobile shower? No, that was those. Um, who, who I don't know. I'm talking about the water bottle one. That's the ozone. Right. That's also from Scentlock. Yeah. The so, Fuse. Yeah. They also were the ones with the mobile shower. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah they, everything pretty much from them, are, except for this, this water bottle thing here. This thing was like, I think, an MSRP of 129 Basically, you could take tap water, fucking your bottle of Walmart fucking water you get, and you could pour it into this um, water bottle sprayer looking thing. And it's got, a, it's got a charging unit on the bottom. And what it is, you, when you turn it on, it infuses ozone into the water. So, and for anybody who knows, when you go into the woods, whatever you want to try and kill as much as your scent, whatever. By infusing the ozone into the water, you can mist yourself with it. And the ozone will kill 99.9% .9 of the bacteria that's on you that causes any odor. Odor-causing bacteria? Odor-causing bacteria, yes. So... You could eliminate that stuff with that. And I thought it was a really cool product. I mean, it's something you could have with you. It fucking charges by USB. So the same shit you charge your phone with, you could charge this thing with. And instead of worrying like, oh, I forgot to scent shit again. You could just boop, hit the button, wait a minute and a half, missed yourself, you're good to go. And you mm. can 
keep on going. And as long as it's charged, you can probably throw it in your pack part of the way through the day since you're hiking, sweating, what the fuck ever. You can mist yourself again and keep on going. So, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, all right, so anything else of these caught your eye? That, that little mobile shower thing that that guy, it, it was like a, uh, it's a suit and it has the elastic on the, the ankles and the, the wrists. Wrists, yeah. The and as, and you're, as you're driving to wherever you're going, it's, I guess it's supposed to... De- you have your base layer on only. Yeah. And then uh, it, it, it vents out your driver's side So you window. plug it into your cigarette lighter mm-hmm. and as you're driving to wherever you're driving, it'll actually deodor... It'll deodorize you. Yeah, and it has on the left-hand side, because if you're the driver, on the left-hand side is like a little vent tube. So mm-hmm. as you're driving, it'll actually vent out the, out the, the window. Out the window, yeah. But see, I was thinking other things that could be venting out as you're, you're driving. If, you know, get up, have some breakfast. and <laughs> Dropping some bombs in that fucking suit. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, the ozone should kill the smell. You know? That's what I'm saying. You, know, you might be doing everyone else in the car a favor. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay. So, all right. So that was Scentlock. That's two pretty much awesome things they did. Uh, let's see what else we got here. All right. So for anybody who knows, we use specialty archery peeps. We both have your standard. Well, you have a quarter inch hooded peep and I have an eighth inch hooded peep on my bow. Mm-hmm. Um, now for the tournament side, everyone has gone to their new, uh, new precision peep that they have. And it's, it, it's like much more of a barrel style peep and you can insert uh, different lenses that the lenses don't screw in anymore, but there's a front shade, back shade, and you can put the, the clarifier, verifier lenses in there. But I believe <laughs> that base setup was an, it was technically an eighth inch peep. Mm-hmm. So now they're having, they're releasing one called the PXL peep. Which is your is that same tournament peep, but now it's in a quarter inch, and they've done a bunch of changes to it. Before you had to worry, uh, you know, was your clarifier going to possibly fall out if you unscrew the lens? Well, now the new one, the lens actually snaps into the shade, so that there's no more losing your clarifier or your verifier lens or whatever, and you could easily pop the lens out with a fingernail, and then you could clean. It's it's made so that it's more secured and it's it's done for easy cleaning more enclosed right exactly but it, it's the same thing but it, it's you know but now it's a quarter of an inch it bo- also has both your 45 and your 37 degree uh cuts already in the the housing of the peep so there's no reason to say oh i need this one or i need that one you could just put it in pull back say nope nope now, you know I, I could see the peep is on an angle you could spin it go to your other degree setting on it and then you should be good to go all right, so what about, <coughs> sorry, what about the product from Matthews that'll work on your bow? What'd you forget already? Yeah, I forgot already. Oh, Jesus. All right, so they made this, they're called the Engage Limb Legs. Oh, yeah, it actually, it basically, it's just a stand for your bow, but it looks like your bow has a little set of legs now, like it's a little pod, right. a tripod set up. It locks onto the limb pockets. But so, but there's actually no contact whatsoever with your limb. So you could actually shoot with this thing on. Yeah. Uh, it's a three leg setup. The cam never touches the ground. The entire bow stays up in the air. So there's no more, you know, leaning your cam on the ground. None of that stuff. It legit just think of a camera tripod setup where the 
the camera is just sitting on the tripod. And when you sit it down, obviously the only three legs are touching the ground. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the way this is set up. Right. The bow doesn't touch the ground. It's only the three legs that are attached to the bottom of the bow. Right, right. And this is, according to what I understand from watching some of the videos, this is supposed to work on your more like the 2019s and newer. So this should technically work on your your VXRs, your Vertex, your Traverse. Um, I'm not sure about the tactic or any of those, but uh, but uh, I'm assuming also stuff like the main the, flagship the bows that came out. Yeah. All of those pretty much all had the same limb pockets and stuff, so you should be able to put those on there and go. Right. Wait, did we get a price on that? They didn't even put a price. No, they didn't say it. None of the videos I spotted said a price, and it's Matthews, so I'm gonna imagine like that thing is gonna probably no. It's probably gonna be like seventy nine. Most likely, it's Matthews. For real? Yeah, yeah. Everything from Matthews is. I mean, they, they don't make anything that's garbage. They don't. No, I'm not saying they do. <laughs> but usually, you can get a no name for a lot, a lot cheaper. So yeah, I'm but figuring... even like the, like the, the the two leg stand that they have, where you can lean down, lean down yeah. in front on your stabilizer, the one that you just put in between your limbs, twist it and put it down. Yeah, that one's thirty dollars. Okay, so the new one is twenty over. No, the new one's going to be much... That bitch folds into a little, like, three-piece thing you could fit in your fucking pocket. I'm, I'm saying, in my opinion, probably minimum is going to be $59.99. All right, I'm calling $49.99. If you're over, you lose. Okay. Now watch. So. <laughs> we'll see. It's probably going to be over what I just said. Even. <laughs> so, which is fine. You said $59? I said, so, yeah, 60 bucks. You said $50. That'd be funny if it was, like, $58.99. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You lose. Yep. Uh, let's see what else is on here that uh, caught our interest here. Uh, definitely from let's see, let's go to War Torn Archery. That Spitfire. Oh yeah, trainer. yeah, that trainer. Yes, the Spitfire trainer, which I probably think out of it, it's definitely the hottest fucking trainer on the market. All the other ones, it's pretty much a fucking handle and a cord, and you set it to your length and you're done. Well, he said they were working on it for three years, so I was right. Kind of, I heard that and I was like, okay, this thing's probably, but should be you know, pretty good. In, in comparison to the other ones, this thing has a built-in level so you can actually concentrate on keeping Twerk. the bubble in center. And it also has an alignment line. Whereas when you're at full drink... You, full, full drink? Yeah, full drink. Woo, I'm not even drinking today. I still have a cold. Um, full draw. You can tell if your wrist is torquing either right or left because if you're not lined up with the line on the main housing, you're torquing the, the unit. You know, I'm curious because I keep pulling left. Yes. You think the way I'm holding the actual <laughs> bow is maybe I'm torquing it? Yes. Okay, that was quick. Mm -hmm. okay. I do. Yeah, no, I think I'm doing everything something wrong. Oh, about, no. It's I know I'm doing something wrong. I just got to figure out what it is. You anticipate the entire shot. But it's funny how I'm consistently doing the wrong thing. You're doing thing the same thing the same repeatedly. <laughs> repeatedly. You are right-handed. Your arrow should constantly go... To the right, because you're pushing forward with your left hand. Right. So your arrow should be, you, sh you know, you should be at the X to the right. That's how it normally happens. When you fuck up, it's your front arm pushes out and your arrow should go to the right. Your arrows are going to the left. Why? Because you're going, <laughs> I'm going to catch this fucking bow when I smash the shit out of this trigger. I'm consistently grouping <laughs> mistakes. Yes, you are. Exactly. Yeah, your, your grouping is, 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 is absolutely hysterical. So, you know, thinking about it, if, I, if we factor in those mistakes as constants as what I do, then what if we shifted everything over so that my left-hand mistakes will become center dead-ons? 
but it'll only look <laughs> at the first yardage mark. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> and you, you've like showed this, like you gained this problem recently. No, I don't know. Last year, at not, not, the, not the 2019 tack, the 2018 tack, mm-hmm. you didn't have this problem. What problem did I have? You didn't have any, almost. <laughs> and, but you were also shooting the PSE. Yes. You were. This year, when you went, what did you do? You aimed for the kill shot. You put the arrows right in front of the fucking animal every time because you yanked the fuck out of that thing to the left. <laughs> so, which is what you did. The 92-yard elk, the year before, you smashed that shit, no problem. Oh, not elk, <laughs> stag, whatever. The red fucking stag. The stag. You shot right in front of his chest. I hated that one. Yeah, well, you also scared the shit out of some people as the arrow went over their head. Not my fault. No, no, it was not our fault, no. Well, I missed the target, so yeah, it was kind of my fault, but... <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I, I didn't put yeah. the target there. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. What else do we got here? So what about... Did, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. What, you know, I, I can see the, the actual shop name right in front of me, but the dude's head in the video was right in front of the beginning of it. Ethical archery. Ethical? Eth- no, ethics uh, no, archery. Yes, that's. that's yes, it. they're out of. Uh, they caught my attention because of Moonshineville. Moonshineville, yes, North Carolina. Yes, they are out of North Carolina. Um, they they do basically a lot of inserts and stuff like that. The cool one that caught my attention was that they have a an insert for a broadhead. But this one's not new. This is what they've been known for. Yeah, apparently, what we just heard of them on here, but. Uh, when you put this insert in your arrow, the broadhead portion is actually not connected, technically connected to the main insert. It's basically a bearing housing. So when you shoot your arrow, the arrow technically already wants to spin. So it allows the arrow and the broadhead to spin independently. So you're not trying to wind the speed of the entire arrow at once. The main arrow shaft can spin and the broadhead can catch up later. Mm -hmm. So... Which I thought was pretty cool. But then they also have the tournament inserts. You could snap weights off, customize them whichever freaking way you want. But uh, they're ribbed. (laughs) They are line pullers. Them bitches are ribbed for her phone pleasure. Well, he actually said in the interview while he was doing the video with them that they made these tips for... I guess it was for another reason. Mm-hmm. That's not why they were making them, but they got feedback from target archers saying that when they hit the foam target, it was pulling it was, the foam. It in. was pulling and grabbing the foam in. So if you were on that line, what it would do is actually pulling the foam line in, so it looked like it actually got more than it it technically did. So you, these right here for Donnie. Donnie loves pulling lines. Yep, there you Donnie, go. Donnie, see Donnie. Don and Doug. Ethics archery. Um, the double D's. The double D's, yeah, down in Florida. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, and it's because it makes me cough. All right, uh, let's see another cool thing that was on there. Uh, Ultraview has now, if anyone knows, Ultraview used to be, their site housings were pretty expensive. I guess they streamlined the production of their stuff now. Uh and the prices have dramatic, dr- dramatically, dra- dra- yeah, drastically dropped. English is hard today, right? Yeah, especially I don't feel too great right now. Um, anyway, so they have their now their their Ultraview two scope. It's instead of like the three hundred and change it used to be, it's now two hundred dollars, which is good. 
but they are also releasing a hunter version of their scope. And if you have like an Excel, the ones that use the, uh, fuck, what size did he say? The, the, the threaded rod, which Excel uses, Spothog uses, where you put the, the threaded rod through your sight's tube, lock it down in place, and then you can do your, your windage adjustment with the, sight, uh, the sight's um, geared tube. Uh, it'll be good for those, which is a bummer, which means I can't use it on my HHA because I absolutely love the way these sights look. But it will have an up pin. So the only thing that caught my attention, which they did not say, was for the hunting guys, a lot of hunters like to use two-times scopes, uh, which I, I do in mine. I have a two-times lens in mine. Steph has a two-times lens in hers. They don't say if you can put a lens plus the up pin in the, in the unit. Because according to way the, the way they were describing it, the the up pin unit takes the place of where the the center drilled lens would be or huh. the lens with the dot would be. So either choose one or the other. Right. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm I'm gonna send an email out to uh Well if you probably look on Colby. the site under the description, it probably will tell you the specs. Last time I looked at the site, it doesn't show anything about the Hunter because it's oh. not released yet. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. Oh, so they probably don't have everything finished up. Right, right, right. So, but I mean, it's really cool for the guys that do have the Excels because when you do put the up pin in this thing, for the guys that don't want to run a lens, it just runs standard housings. The insert that goes into the back of their scope, you can wrap several wraps of fiber around this thing so it can really really catch a shit ton of light which will make that pin normally bright anyway mm -hmm. but you also have their blue light that attaches to the scope housing which will make that pin super fucking bright either way so which is really really cool you all right yeah okay let's see another good one was from dead center archery they release what they call the, the, the switch quick front disconnect. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that the one where you can do the different angles? Yes, yes. Okay. There you we can, go. Uh, according to what he said in the, in the video, you can buy this with a, just as a standard quick disconnect with a zero angle and then buy the, the attachment separately. Or you can buy an entire switch kit, which if you're going to do this, just buy the entire switch kit because I've seen the price for the individuals and you'll just save yourself money because half the time you'll buy two and then it costs more than the entire kit. Um, but it looks really, really cool. You can get the zero degrees. It, this is if you buy the full, full kit. You get a zero degree uh, front piece. You get a five degree, a 10 degree, and a 15 degree. So you could set your front stabilizer to whatever degree you want. Now, this is going to be something that a lot of uh, this is, I can't say it's more geared towards like the target archery guys because the target archery guys are the ones you tend to see that use down angles on the fronts because hunters are just used to screwing shit into their, their bow and being done. Yeah. But you are seeing more of the, of those quick disconnects come into the mainstream with the guys who are target archers who are also badass hunters. Like Chris B uses a down. Uh, I believe he uses a 10 degree down on the front of his Matthews now, but since he's you know, no longer with Hoyt. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we keep talking about Hoyt 
mm-hmm. what's going on with them. And we mentioned Cam because Cam Haynes ho- shoots Hoyt. Yes. But he also has his personal ver- uh, version, the keep hammering. Yes. And, <coughs> oh, excuse me. So if you look on his feed, his Instagram feed, it actually, he's still tagging Hoyt and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, though, he is, he's still got his normal job. He still, he still goes on his hunts. I mean, he shoots what he shoots. He's not really looking for, I don't think he ever really was looking for a sponsorship. They just happened to, you know. Oh, I don't even know how how cam got i know cam was i think his first sponsor was actually under armor i believe yeah i think it was too but Mm -hmm. honestly he's not he doesn't have any other outlets that he needs to do that might the contract (laughs) might prevent him from doing oh you never know i mean people are complaining that you know hoyt stops people from you know videos in a certain way of this and a certain way of that so i mean cam's youtube channel has been dead for like a year yeah. The only videos he's been in lately is Under Armour videos. That's it. That so. is true. But the thing is, though, you can't... Excuse me. <coughs> you can't... Oh, my God. <coughs> Technical issues. Mm-hmm. You can't blame him, though, for not doing videos and his podcast and this and that because he still has a, a 40-hour-a-week job. I know. I know. I mean, but it was really... Like, I was hoping his podcast was going to take off since we're talking about Cam because his podcast was good. He had, you know, good guests on right off the bat. Well, yeah, because he's well known. He has friends that are in the, the you know, the same area, the field right, of archers. Right. I mean, when you really look at the stats of it, you know, when he released the Keep Hammering podcast when it first came out, it was the only podcast that knocked Rogan out of number one. Right. So. You know, because he was on Joe and everybody wanted to see what Cam was about, whatever. So they were, as you could tell, we're, we're still kind of trying to get rid of this fucking cold. I'm sorry. I'm really trying to cover the mic so it's not picking it up. But, but you know, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I still have a shit ton of respect for Cam, which I'm always going to have because he's, he's a fucking madman. He, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't take this as if we're saying anything bad about him. We're not. No, but just it's interesting to see the dynamics of everything going on with a major company that had some major players involved in, in what they're shooting. Mm-hmm. And in one season, you have a a good handful of them leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and you get the little. It's like a hairdresser, a hairdresser in a salon with all their clients, all the. All the, the girl, all the girls are talking about the latest thing that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got all those guys talking about everything that happened. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, not the, the salon. It's more like the tree stand. The you got the little talk? The, oh. the cup phones going oh, on. Jesus Christ, the cup phones. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's see. Another cool thing that came out. Let's see. Okay, we'll just go to, I think this was Excel. Yes, Excel, Excel True Ball. Oh, with the release? Yeah, that release that they have. It's called, the, the, well, there, there was several, actually, from them. Um, the Go To, which I'm not sure if that's supposed to be the Go To or whatever. Um, it's an interchangeable release. This release is actually a handheld release that can be fired either as an index finger or a pinky fire hand trigger. Pinky? Yes. 
you can have you can actually lock out one of the triggers. So if you want to do you know, like a, like you're firing a hinge, if you rotate your hand like you're supposed to on a hinge, on a back tension, whatever people call it, you rotate your hand. If you can do the same thing with this type of release, and as you rotate your hand, your pinky will actually fire the release. You mean the appendage that always gets picked last for dodgeball? Yes, that's that appendage. <laughs> mm -hmm. The one that gets jammed when you try to catch the curveball that some dude's aiming at your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Who's throwing shit at your face? Hey, but uh, <laughs> this release is also right from the get-go is going to come with three interchangeable rings because your middle finger is your the main finger that's going to go through the release. Um, there, there's three interchangeable rings for your three different hand sizes. Mm -hmm. So big ass fucking meat mitts Lunch like boxes. mine can use the large, whereas tiny fingers across the table for me mm -hmm. can put the small insert it and then still should be good on one release. Well, that other release with the actual the oh god, I can't even. You know, we watch all this, and I, I get blank sometimes. Okay. The adjustable, the what company was doing that one? Which the adjustable? Infinite, the infinite adjust. Oh, I have that written down here. Yeah. Um, Stan. Oh, that's why. Two. That's why his name has uh, has left me, because it was like Stan. S Stan Lukowski. No, no, Stan something. Whatever. It's Stan Lukowski. Yes. It has a it has a W and a a ski at the end right all right so yeah so stan didn't update it since you mentioned stan i have the this release written down anyway the extinction tube they released the extinction last year and now they've done, made an updated version they have improved the hook because some customers are complaining that as they were doing the draw the hook wasn't curved enough and the string was slipping off the hook oh that's a no-no right so also keep in mind this hook is reversed in comparison to your normal single hook release mm. Like your release, your your True Glow, yeah, the detonator that you use, that hook faces your face, and the trigger is on the opposite side. Okay. She's so confused right now. So no, funny. I'm trying to vision it. You know what? I've gotten so used to using it that I'm not even paying attention to what which way it's actually facing. Right. Anyway, so this one is reversed. This one, the hook and the trigger are on the same side. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I and got the it, idea yeah. behind this one is to reduce facial pressure because some people tend to jam that hook into their face and jam the string into their face with the hook. Some people like that. Yeah, yeah, I know. People like getting <laughs> jammed in the face. So anyway, this one is reverse. It's supposed to help with, you know, like I said, like facial pressure, reduce the pressure on the string. This way you reduce your deviations right to left because you're, you know, every draw would be more consistent. Uh, the string is adjustable. The, um, the trick, the, the, the trigger travel is also adjustable. Mm -hmm. It does come in two versions. One, which you said, it has the infinite adjusted, infinite adjustment strap on it. Right. Which you can get it pretty small. For someone who's got small hands like Steph, it would work out great. There's also a hard tube version like you would see on your common, like, you know, true fire hard cores or something like that. Something for a, a dude with some big ass mitts. So. Yeah, that's something I really couldn't play around with because it's not. My hand size is not your average hand size. You have tiny hands. Yeah. Mm hmm Yes. So, all right. So let's go back to Trueball since there was another release from them. Uh, Trueball released the Execution, which is kind of funny. That stuff is a lot of Execution and Extinctions and whatever. So We're trending. Yes. <coughs> um, Death is trending. It's also another, the Execution from Trueball is also another index release. The cool thing about this one, this one also has your, uh, your trigger 
travel adjustment, your tension adjustment. But this one allows you to have three different trigger positions. So you could have a straight sideways 90 degree trigger. You could have it have it set up as I believe it what they considered like it was a 30 degree and then like a 45 degree. So the trigger is completely swept all the way back and right next to the barrel. So it would be very minimum movement. So it, it, it gives you kind of a preference where you can adjust it to where you want your hand to be on it and what would ever work better for you. So which I thought was actually a pretty cool idea. All right. <coughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, another one would be, let's see, from Apex. Apex released a thing called the Tailwing. Now, a lot of guys, especially like guys who run sites like mine, my, I, I'll freely say, because I've said it a hundred times before, my HHA, HHA Kingpin, phenomenal fucking site. That bitch is heavy as fuck. Mm -hmm. It really is. So Apex, they also make sites. They're kind of like subsidiary of, um, of um, True Glow. So like their sites and True Glow shit is, is kind of all swappable. We can take your True Glow Archer's choice lens and everything and swap it right onto an Apex single pin and you'll be good to go. Right. So they made this thing called a tailwing. Now what a tailwing basically is, it's an attachment where you could add some weight to the back of the bow. But instead of you having to add a back bar or any other crazy shit, this thing actually attaches to your string st uh, stop you know, that you would have on the, on the backside of your bow. So like for me, if I want to do this, I would probably do something like this on the inertia when, because the inertia is quite light. When, when you put that HHA on, it really rips that fucking thing forward. I can put something like this tailwing at the very back of the string stop. It kind of keeps the weights kind of close, but you can angle them out a bit. It, it brings the weights out like two inches, mm -hmm. but I can put four ounces or something on the back to stabilize the bow better but I don't have to run a back bar or anything else in the woods that would get in my fucking way. This would right, keep right. the bow nice and tight, but it would allow me to bring weight towards the back of the bow to balance it out a little bit better, which I thought was a really, really cool idea, especially considering you, everyone's got one of these string stops on their bows. You know, it would be a cool thing to have, especially, like I said, for the guys who are going to hike through the woods with their bows and they don't want to run back bars and shit like that. It's just going to be one of them, the accessories that can help you balance the bow out pretty well. Let's see. What else do we have here? Um, damn. I'm like. What? what? You can't see. read your own handwriting? Huh? You can't read your own handwriting? No, I'm like rethinking some of the stuff I wrote down here. It's like, our, you know, Spot Hog released a new, uh, released a new arrow, a new release. And it's basically, from what I understand and the way a lot of the people were saying in the videos, it was an answer to the fact that people thought the wise guy was too fucking sensitive. Yeah, they all they did was tweak out the, well, one single, of the releases. It's a capture style release. Basically, one side of the hook doesn't move and it's got a hook that'll open. Yeah, all they did was take input and they're doing adjustments and tweaks and, and coming out with something better. Which is appropriate. That's kind of what you need to do is you need to take in feedback of people who use it and say, right. okay, this is what we like. This is what we don't like. You update it, you fix it or not just fix it. I mean, not necessarily wrong, but. Right. So, but I mean, it's a good release for like a lot of people like this, this single hook style that, you know, uh, it's a single side capture release. Right. Um, so, you know, this will get some people's attention. It's also, you know, adjustable string tension and. You know, you can, 
That's a close. I okay. I wrote down something different. Fuck. Wow. No, that's handwriting's right. horrible. Yes, it is. It's like so, but yeah, it has adjustable strength, spring tension on the trigger, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be as sensitive as the Wise Guy release. And honestly, besides what we've we've said right there, besides your random, uh, there was a case by Easton that was a new one coming out, travel case, right? But nothing like the Pelican the one year. No, no, that no. That's was... why I didn't bother writing the Easton down no. because I mean it's a nice case and stuff like that. It's a nice travel case. I'm not a fan of soft cases. I'm really not, you know, if I was a fan of soft cases, I would have bought the Legend case a couple of years ago when yeah. we first started. But besides that, honestly, I mean, even broadheads were kind of, eh. It wasn't a lot of brand new. A lot more solid broadheads this year. Like Annihilator was a really big broadhead yeah. this year, completely solid. Um, G5 released a solid version of the Motec broadhead because the Motec was notorious for whistling as you fucking fired it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, besides that, you know, you, not much. No, there really wasn't. Like, a couple of arrows came out, like the Eason Matrix 6.5s came out, which are really cool because they went into really, into a lot of depth on how Eason arrows are created, how it's not, there's no seams in their arrows. Right, right. It's one mandrel, and literally this thing makes an arrow, brings it out 32 inches, cuts it, and it's the same arrow nonstop, just coming out, being cut, cutting out, being cut. Right, right. You know, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Victory Archery was another one that released another arrow, the SS, which is basically an upgraded, mo- upgraded micro diameter version of the extortions. Mm-hmm. The extortions were 204 shafts. These new ones are 166s. Stainless steel, carbon weave, uh, 50 grain aluminum outserts. You can also get stainless steel ones that are 75 grain outserts. These arrows are fucking just absolute beasts. They're, they're strong as shit because it's carbon and steel. Right. So, and also you have your, your VTAC arrows, which are going to be for the guys on the tournament side, which I'm waiting to hear what Don thinks of those because I know he's got a set of those coming in. Oh, those are the ones he hasn't received yet, right? Yes, yes. The okay. ones we were talking about the, on Saturday after him and Doug did the, uh, the second Florida ASA. And the only other real thing that caught my attention was big shot targets. You can go to their website. I think it's called videotargets.com. And, uh, it's a modular wall of targets. There's oh, no seams. Okay. They lock into each other. And you could start off with like a small section. Like they sell one that people would buy in their house. Granted, it, it sounds absurd. The kit is like $1,000. No, it's more than that. No, no. The base one that I looked at was 1000 I was on their website earlier. Okay. Because the guy that he was saying that the ones that started for the size that you could put in your own home. It was a six by ten. They I believe, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was twenty seven hundred, right? Mm-hmm. But it was the tongue and groove blocks that you could actually interlock into each other, right? They, but they have one that's small. They have one that's like twelve units. It's like a thousand dollars, which you can set up to whatever size. But they do have ones that will fill an entire like ten foot wall, right? Right. And they have ones that are commercial grade, which are fucking absurd. They're gigantic. Well, it's for a shop that actually is going to have people pay to use it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it's really cool because you can project whatever image you want onto it. You could use your own images. You could use their images. TV, games. Right. It's a video game, but you can actually shoot your arrows at it. Meanwhile, it's it's got a good enough quality. Granted, you'll see the grid, but you can project football games and shit on the damn thing. Or if you get into a fight with your wife, you can project your picture on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Shoot her a couple times. Exactly. Get your aggression out. Jesus. 
save you some jail time. Yep, exactly. So, but that's about all the stuff this year that caught our attention because everything else got released before the fucking show. All yeah. the bows got released, except for like we said, except you for know, PSE. Except for yeah, the Dudley Knock On Nation. You know what? One. I didn't even see anything from Obsession at the show. No. I no, didn't no, see anything not from, one video Gearhead. from Obsession. Gear no, Gearhead did release a new bow, but I only found like one video of it and it was a horrible description of the bow. I didn't see Prime. Prime's bows were already released. We already they spoke were, about the black the only, series. Yeah, bows. the only time we saw them was from Archery Talk when he was making his way through. Mm -hmm. And Elite too. Elite released the Ember, which no, is like I, their price point. I know bow. they released bows. Is my point being is that the one, <coughs> sorry, the one year, I, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, that there was so much going on at the show that Bow Hunter, okay, Lancaster, Bow Hunting Planet, no, no, bowhunting.com. Bow, bow bow <laughs> yeah. So all the channels that we watched were actually at all of their booths. Right. I feel like there was more going on those years, and this year it was kind of like, eh. Well, that goes back to the fact that the companies yeah, weren't waiting this year. I, I mean, know. They were just releasing shit nonstop. So, but to us, that was the things that caught our attention. If you have any other recommendations of what something that you saw that caught your, your, your attention and might be a cool archery product, let us know about it. We'll see if we can find a video of it or, if, you know, give our opinions on what we think for us would be. Yeah. You know, but that's about it. Yeah. Because my voice is getting scratchy as shit right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to descend into the pit of coughing a lot. Yeah, I know. So, okay, folks, we'll be back. Hopefully next time with no coughing involved. So, yeah. everybody have fun. Get out there. Go shoot.